0: single award given out tonight
1: were voted on by the people and you know what else is voted on by the people <laughs> is the midterm elections on November 6th.
2: Get out and vote. I love you guys. The leggy one, sharing her electoral wisdom.
3: So I was expecting more. I thought she'd go a lot further than that.
2: That's all she said is get out and vote. Alright. Didn't mention that she's uh, terrified and Second or whatever those uh, words, uh, the verbs were by Marsha Blackburn's record. There, I wonder if she decided,
3: Tennessee. I wonder if she decided. Uh, maybe that wasn't the best move of my life. I don't know. I don't know. It didn't. It seem like a like a setup, though. I mean, you you do the Instagram the wind up in the pitch. Yeah, sure. a couple yeah. of days before you're going to appear on national television, and then you really no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's an interesting story. Amazon, which has AI, an AI tool. That stands for artificial intelligence, Jack. Uh, Allen Iverson, actually. (laughs) That's a recreational vehicle, Clark. I'm talking about the point guard from the Philadelphia 76ers Mm. back in the day. Heard a funny one the other day. Mm. Chris Rock said, Steph Curry is just Allen Iverson with two parents. How good is that?
2: Oh, Chris Rock is something. That is really good. Wow, that is deep. Isn't it? That's yeah. good. Allen Iverson, mind-bogglingly talented and very troubled. Horrifying upbringing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and there, but for the grace of God, go a lot of them. Oh,
4: sure, sure. That's How come the smartest stuff I hear today all comes from comedians? <laughs> I don't know. Everybody else is engaged in nonsense,
3: I guess. <laughs> um, but so Amazon had this uh, part of their computer system for hiring, had artificial intelligence in it. And they had, for years, a team at Amazon reportedly has worked on software that vetted the resumes of job applicants in an effort to service the most likely hires. It gradually became oh, clear, I see. though,
2: kind of a AI sorting down yes. to you know the few the proud. Young. But it
3: okay. gradually became clear that no matter how hard engineers tried to fix it, the recruitment engine found a way to discriminate against women. The artificial intelligence would design a system that discriminated against women. Wow. A team that consisted of around a dozen engineers was tasked with building a program that would utilize machine learning to review a decade's worth of resumes submitted to Amazon and its subsequent hiring practices. Amazon's system taught itself that male candidates were preferable.
2: Well, you can't argue with computers, Jack. (laughs) Ladies that was intended to be ridiculous
3: <laughs> <laughs> it penalized resumes that included the word women's as in a woman's chess club champion and it downgraded graduates of two all women's colleges so somehow the AI determined that they were less likely to hire women or something Wow anyway they Misogynist. got a bunch of people working on tra- they got a bunch of people working on trying to turn that around and it, it taught itself to do that
2: they didn't say by the way you know women are you know you know. Don't uh, don't give it us their time. resumes. It but
3: appears that one of the primary issues with the, was that the data set that Amazon had to work with most of the resumes submitted to the company over the previous decade had come from men.
4: Hmm. So yeah, if you are a a new company and for whatever you're you're already employing a, a large percentage okay, of yeah, men, I, I and you're like, it. look at the resumes of the people who we are currently employing. Yeah, I get
3: it. These so,
2: are the sort you're looking yeah. for. So, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So
3: the artificial intelligence looked at education level a skill set, and picked up on the fact that it's mostly men. And is saw it po- very, is very it-
2: few things that were like women's chess champions. Right, once. sure, yeah. yeah, we get it. Uh, is it possible the artificial intelligence is, is gay? Does anybody ask that question? Just wants more fellas around. I'm asking the tough questions, Jack.
3: Then the artificial intelligence decided to shower in front of the <laughs> people applying for the job. Charlie the Rose-like? Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. pretty
2: interesting. Something I'll have to watch out for with AI. AI AI could get so crazy so fast. Oh, please. Are you kidding? Look at human beings and how quick they get off track. Mm. What if you could think a thousand times faster than a human being? How wildly nutty off track could you get? (laughs) Particularly, I mean, what if there are aspects of AI that turn out to be a lot like adolescence? You take a little information, extrapolate it, and have have, uh, uh, complete... Confidence in your conclusions. Well,
3: AI is not going to have... A, artificial intelligence, computers aren't going to have a conscience, I don't think. Or are they going to be able to, at some point, have a conscience? I don't know, but so far they won't. What if I'm arti- sure
2: Radiohead is, even now, writing an entire album about that.
3: Artificial intelligence would look at crime statistics and make some assumptions about uh, black people Erma-Gerd. that no human is
2: comfortable making. Or certainly not enunciating. Yeah. For instance, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Speaking of adolescent people with uh, a little information and incredible confidence in their conclusions, um, the uh, the folks uh, taking over the streets of Portland, beating on cars, terrorizing old people with absolutely no intervention from the police, uh, involve um, the uh, what's the name of this organization? Oh, I thought it was right in front of me. Where did it go? Oh, there it is. Sorry, hang hang on. Let me finish, Sean. Mike Hogg trying to fill Uh, while you were flying it. uh, well, I was what?
4: While you were looking for
2: the, the name sh- of the... I thought you said, well, you were floundering. No, while you were finding... Because I don't need that sort of criticism from you. <laughs> no, you're so, It's very aggressive, Joe.
3: <laughs> it was I was a- trying to fill while you were floundering. <laughs> 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 Organized. What a funny thing to say. Is there such a thing as a Freudian slip of your hearing... Right, no kidding.
2: That There's you accidentally heard what you ought to have heard. <laughs> I think I've done that. Yeah, uh, organized by a group called Portland's Resistance, formed out of the Black Lives Matter movement. And no, it, it and it's interesting uh, talking to a colleague um, uh, who's who's based out of beautiful Portlandia, which is again a city I absolutely love and and am sickened by simultaneously, like so many West Coast cities, um, that uh, police don't really take action in these unless they get really out of control
3: that seems pretty out of control to me we've got the video at armstrongandgetty.com look at that video and how would you possibly look at that video and think oh the cops got to show up to that right you're going to tell me that that's a reasonable way to approach us no no we'd only make things worse if we showed up there worse than this worse than people just driving down this block people surrounding their car and beating on the car yeah. Worse than that.
2: Terrorizing uh, on a citizen. I think we're already too worse. Gangs of people screaming, white supremacist, get out, whitey. And again. Based
3: on race. You got to do the Alan Dershowitz shoe on the other foot thing. You going to tell me that if that's a bunch of people in Trump t-shirts surrounding Priuses in and screaming Birmingham, at
2: Alabama, screaming at black people based on their race. That okay with you? Well, that's different. There can be no racism against white people because of the institutionalized paternalistic. Oh, my God. Your professors have screwed up your brain. I feel sorry for you. You'll figure it out. I've, I've seen and it. You'll be embarrassed by what they convinced you of, but it'll take a while, and you might do some damage between now and then.
3: I've seen a number of these videos. If you're going through that neighborhood and those people stopped you, the way they're dressed and the way you're talking, you'd be scared to freaking death. Right.
2: And if you're not, you're crazy. Screaming at you that you are an object of hatred uh, based purely... I mean they just met you. I'm just purely to, on your race. I'm
3: just trying to go to the mall over there.
2: That's what I'm doing. The paternalistic racist mall. Have you heard that Michael Avenatti has challenged Donald Trump Junior to an MMA fight? Awesome. Oh, for good. for charity. He's still chiming in.
3: I think Avenatti's done. I think he's so done. I can't imagine that he's ever going to get on Rachel Maddow's show again.
2: I can't imagine that he was ever not done. It's right. pretty clear to me what he was.
3: But not only did he bait and switch a lot of people with the, I have got something so good, and then come up with something that was so bad, a lot of people now on the left are blaming him for Kavanaugh getting on the court, and they might be right. Well, they've got a point.
2: Yeah. Yeah, certainly. So uh, Avenatti is going to, uh, wants to fight Donald Jr., who has not as yet responded, and uh, the creepy porn promoter.
3: He's, da- he's down to his last gasps, right? I mean, where he's challenging people to MMA fights. I guess you're not running for president.
4: Hey, fight me! <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know what's so uh, amazing about the Well, there's so many amazing uh, aspects of politics these days, and, and there's so much hypocrisy on both sides. Um, porn, for the longest time, was a cause celeb of the left that it was exploitive of women. And sick for that reason, but then Michael Avenatti becomes a hero because he's anti-Trump, even though he's getting rich while he trots his client around to shake her 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 breasts and show her her private parts in seedy, disgusting clubs around America and some lovely, classy gentlemen's clubs as well.
3: Gentlemen's club, gentlemen,
2: gentlemen. How was your day, gentlemen? Good morning, gentlemen. <laughs> gentlemen. Uh, also, in, in pervert news, Anthony Weiner will soon be released from his 21-month prison sentence, jailed for sexting a 15-year-old girl in the Carolinas.
3: If you have not watched the documentary, Weiner, I highly recommend it. Uh, Netflix or Hulu, one of them. It's so good.
2: It's among the best I've ever
3: seen. It, it is, yeah, it is. I really I, need to. I, it's oh. good on all kinds of levels. Tabloidy, sexy, politics, definitely. I can't the believe media, they let
2: the cameras run for that Oh, long. I
3: know, I know.
2: But uh, Donald Trump Jr. retweeted somebody else's tweet uh, discussing that fact and showing a couple of sexy, sexy, shirtless pics that uh, Anthony Weiner took. And Donald Trump added to that retweet, it's going to be Carlos Dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, he also uh, said, who else is excited about Avenatti Weiner 2020? Wow. Avenatti responded by taunting uh, Jr. about going to prison. Uh, Biff... Biff, is that just a like a dismissive? Uh, He's a uh, upper crust. The the
4: Trumps have been accused of being the the rich guys from the Back to the Future movies. The
2: Biff Henderson, right? Like this is
4: the jump to the future when Biff
2: is in charge. All right, Biff. If I were you, the last thing I would be doing is referencing other people getting out of federal prison because after you are indicted, you'll likely be passing them on your way in. By the way, they don't have silver spoons or gold toilets in the joint. Buckle up, Buttercup. That's where we are, country The nation of James Madison Brokering the dispute between Thomas Jefferson and John Adams On the strength of the federal government Versus the states Has become the nation of (laughs) Donald Trump Jr. and Michael Avenatti Throwing shade on one another (laughs) Great (laughs) Buckle up, buttercup (laughs)
3: That's pretty funny Back to the Future music. Got there quickly. Very good job, Michael. And then Avenatti
2: jumped on the phone and reminded his number one client that she'd be working a club that lets you show everything this week. So be sure her hygiene is in order and she's ready to show everything since that's what he does for a living. That's disgusting. Yes, it is. This guy is the star of the left.
3: Uh, Stay tuned to the Armstrong and
2: Getty Show.
4: I
3: have a book idea. I want to write an autobiography that turns into a biography. I've never seen a book like that before, so yeah, so the first like three or four chapters would be about like my childhood and then like in chapter four I would just like casually mention Benjamin Franklin (laughs) and I say something like,
1: speaking of Franklin, then the whole rest of the book is about Benjamin Franklin's life. (laughs) you get to the end you're like that freaking nerd tricked me into learning about benjamin franklin
3: <laughs> that's dimitri martin who's freaking hilarious he's got a stand up on on netflix right now i've always I liked his style i think i know his act oh he he is funny it's very much his act yeah nobody's like him yeah oh really um, uh, that sounds uh, likable that's speaking fun- of benjamin franklin yeah oh, my, there it is. my wife bought a bunch of history books uh, based on the some other student not mine who we uh, who we'd found out uh, had learned all about Cesar Chavez but knew nothing about Ben Franklin, George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, mm. anything like that. Thought I guess we have to do that ourselves. So well, I've got a whole bunch of kids books uh, on those and we're reading a Ben Franklin book last night. Amazed at the whole Post office and fire station and electricity? Pot-bellied
2: stove. Yeah, come on now. Uh, uh, We got a a great note from Alien Anonymous or Al Anonymous. I'm not even revealing their gender. They may be gender non-binary, for all you know. (laughs) Blank the history teacher here again regarding your discussion of studying Cesar Chavez, etc. over the Founders. I taught 7th and 8th grade U.S. history for many years. I used to give students a test at the beginning of the year to see what knowledge they already had. The person students knew the most about, by far, was Martin Luther King. Other than Washington and Lincoln, the vast majority of students knew nothing about U.S. presidents. The striking thing was how much they knew about King versus Washington and Lincoln. Almost any student could write me a coherent page about uh, Dr. King. His early life, describe his protests, those who persecuted him. I'll bet more of them could identify Bull Connor or George Wallace than, say, Teddy Roosevelt. Or Thomas Jefferson. Their knowledge of Lincoln and Washington was far more rudimentary. After a few years, I did some digging and discovered that in our feeder elementaries, students learned about MLK in every single grade. Spending a week to a month on the Civil Rights era every year. This continued in my middle school 6th grade classroom, even though their curriculum was supposed to be ancient world history. Not saying kids shouldn't learn about King in the Civil Rights era. Of course not. It goes without saying, really, but that maybe George Washington, Lincoln, a few others, that should at least get equal time or <sighs> some time.
3: I, I I grew up in an era where they hammered the founding every year of my life, and it disappointed me greatly that I never got to learn about World War II, for instance, yeah. or the Vietnam War. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, the founding of your country is a pretty big deal, and the fact that now we go with. Caesar Chavez, in terms of world history, give me a freaking break.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. You know, I've, I know a fair amount about the man and his work, and it's really compelling. It's really interesting stuff. But the founding of the nation, the ideals upon which it was, was founded, and the fact that the document that was born in 1789 is still the one we use. Wait a minute. What's in that document? How could something that worked so well be? Who designed it? What what did it almost become? What could it have been? One hundred some countries around the world have copied this system. Right. That you don't find that at all interesting? That's amazing. I God, ideology makes people nuts. It really does. How would you I don't I don't
3: understand how you'd get there. I, I assume teachers are just teaching what they're told. You don't get to make up
2: your own mind. Yeah, to some extent, and and administrators. And but I don't know how, I don't know how at
3: some administration level, somebody doesn't raise their hand and say, "Look, we got we got people getting to fifth grade that have never heard of Thomas Jefferson. That's not good."
2: Right. As long yeah. as, you, as
3: long you know these other names, identity politics.
2: It's all about identity politics. i well, not Thomas Jefferson. He was a pussy. Now, that's Charlie Sheen there. Is it too late to dig up Jefferson's bones, do a little analysis of him, for instance, find out he was partly Hispanic, which, you know, the fact that he was European, he had to be, because he was, uh, who was the first American president who was born on our soil? Harrison or Jones? Andrew Jackson? McGillicuddy? I don't know. No, Uh, no, 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 no. no. Not McGillicuddy. Um, Born on,
3: you mean born in the United States after it became the United States? Yeah,
2: born an American citizen. Okay. I remember I was shocked at how late that was. Um,
3: yeah, it would be pretty late.
2: Yeah. Uh, at any rate, um, uh, where was I going? With that? Oh, I have no Jefferson, idea. <laughs> as usual, uh, Jefferson, as usual. Jefferson, as a guy who was born of English uh, heritage, surely had some Spanish in him. So...
3: He liked the brown sugar, I know that.
2: Start portraying him. What do you mean, in his tea? Um, start portraying him as Hispanic. That is a
3: really awful thing to say.
2: The first, I'm trying to pretend it wasn't said. Okay. Portray him as the first Hispanic president. And all of a sudden, there will be great interest in his life and his legacy. I wish we had Charlie Sheen on all of the founding fathers, <laughs> not just one. Yeah, I really need to know what he thinks about all of them. I'm surprised he's still sucking wind. I would have. Last bet, time I saw him, he looked to be on death's door. I remember during on death's doorstep during the Charlie in Sheen death entryway.
3: What year was the Charlie Sheen craze where we followed him on a day by day basis and he put out a what? statement? Winning. Yeah, that whole thing. And I remember it was Like three years ago, three and a half. No, like no, I'm saying it, it was, was 2012. That long ago, yeah. Yeah. I remember at some point saying, "I'll bet you a hundred dollars he doesn't. He's he's dead by Monday."
2: Right. I mean, he was that far off the rails when he was gray and vacant-eyed and stumbling at like a Taco Bell drive-through. Remember and, that? Oh, and right. if
3: you'd have said that he is still alive years later, hashtag winning, I would have bet quite a bit of money that that's these me.
4: little harmonculist losers.
3: Remember when he was so off the rails, he'd release a YouTube video where he was just obviously so effed up on meth and
2: whatever else he was doing? Surrounded by the most bizarro cast of sycophants you've ever seen in your life? Yeah. Didn't he do a podcast or a pay-per-view or something like that? Yeah,
4: he he did various kind of... He was testing the waters of various streaming technologies. He then did a live show kind of thing that they were figuring it out as they went along what it it actually was. It fit
3: in with the whole Brian... Wilson as the closer for the Giants' first World Series, which was 2010. So it's quite a while back. It did? It was shortly after that. Remember, because they were tight. And that was part of the whole thing. Anyway, sorry, Ah. Marshall. Once again, took up all your time with nonsense. Nonsense. And I blame myself. The news you
2: need is next.
3: On the Armstrong and Getty Show. got a text from a public school teacher who says he or she says don't rely on the schools to teach your kids American history which is that's good advice yeah yeah I, yeah apparently yeah that's interesting hmm you'd think you're gonna decide to have a government-run educational system funded by the taxpayer taxpayers you'd more or less start with the history of your own country. You'd think so, yeah. But you'd be wrong. <laughs> but you'd be wrong. Uh, let's get the news
1: now with Marsha Phillips. Boy, talk about stirring the pot. Hillary Clinton back and saying after the bitter fight over the Kavanaugh nomination, it is time for Democrats to get tougher with their opponents. Telling CNN... You cannot be civil with a political party that wants to destroy what you stand for, what you care about. That's why I believe if we are fortunate enough... To win back the House and or the Senate, that's when civility can start again.
2: We can be civil once we're in charge. I think that's going to, there's going to be a backlash. I think that's going to rebound and and hurt the Democrats. I I don't
3: see how she's not going to, I mean, she's in Europe, so she might be able to avoid U.S. reporters. I can't believe Christiane Amanpour didn't drill down on that. What do you mean by that? What level? How of,
2: uncivil is okay?
3: Yeah. No. So, and you use the specific examples. Are you okay with screaming at people in restaurants so they have to leave? Uh, does that, that seem like a good idea to you? Make her say that, because that's a hell of a thing to say. Mm-hmm. And then
2: we'll become civil when our side gets power. Okay, you know, there's a lot of whataboutism flying around. I'm looking at some of the emails saying, "How about uh, Dylan Roof shooting up those people in uh, South Carolina?" There are no Republican politicians saying, "Go shoot up black churches." There are no Republican politicians saying, "Get in the face of Democrats and run them out of restaurants." It's, it's ugly, it's uncivil, and if you're against violence and incivility, you've got to be against it in all cases.
1: Senator Heidi Heitkamp, a red state Democrat from North Dakota, was asked about Hillary's remarks by Anderson Cooper. I'm wondering what
2: you think about that idea that you can't be civil given the rhetoric coming from the Republicans. Can Democrats, should Democrats not be civil with Republicans?
0: Well, that's ridiculous. I mean, I, I can't imagine um, how you get anything done if you don't bring civility back into politics. And that goes for both sides.
2: Wow, who, who that, is that? that is Heidi Heitkamp, who was a uh, profile Courage, probably torpedoed her own Senate career yeah. by voting against Judge Kavanaugh in a red state. And her she was already behind in the election. Um, I think she actually voted her conscience calling Hillary Clinton ridiculous.
3: It is. That's an amazing thing for the... You could call her the leader of the Democratic Party. I mean, she is until somebody else takes over.
2: Yeah, she's as close as anybody else. You could call me the king of Egypt. It doesn't mean it's right. (laughs) (laughs) And I worship you, my liege. And, of
1: of course, that civility... That civility is going to be hard to achieve as long as you have Democrat leaders like Maxine Waters calling for attacks on if Republicans. If you see
0: anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, yeah. in a department store, at a gasoline station, you get out and you create a crowd. And you push back on them. And you tell them they and she, then, she's
3: a fringe person. There should yeah. have been more pushback against that from her own party, and there wasn't. Right. But she's a fringe person. But Hillary Clinton, the candidate right. for president just two years ago for that party, saying that is amazing. And Cory Booker
1: was uh, echoing uh, Maxine's comments. Go to the Hill today. Get up and please get up in the face of some Congress
3: people. There you go. The battle continues. Get up
2: in their face. Do you want
3: both sides to start doing that? That is going to get really ugly really fast.
2: Corey uh, is uh, said to behind the scenes be uh, carefully crafting uh, a backpedal from that statement. As some of his colleagues in the Senate have said, dude, you need to figure out a way to back up from that.
3: Well, they all got chased yeah. into the elevators after uh, Flake switched his vote based on that sort of a confrontation. Yeah, I mean, Flake proved that it works, and apparently the security allows that to happen.
2: Yeah, well, it And used you got a, to... another senator saying, yeah, that's a good idea. Do it. Get right in their face. It used to be that the people's house was open to the people, and you could walk in into an office and say, hey, I'd like to talk to the senator or staff or something about... You know uh, the, the the Mercury and the uh, Jones Stream here in uh, McGillcut County, and and you had that sort of access. If this sort of thing continues, that access will be cut off. But well, you have to, right?
1: We got great news for positive Sean and perhaps your own financial portfolios. Canada is poised to become the largest country with a legal national marijuana market. At least 109 pot shops expected to open next Wednesday. Customers are going to be able to order online and have cannabis delivered to their door nationwide. It is only the second country to legalize weed, followed by the much smaller South American nation of Uruguay. Hmm. And Sean, I do believe that you have holdings in a uh, uh, cannabis yeah. business. Yeah, yeah I, you know?
4: I, I'm invested in the Canadian pot uh, industry. I think it's a, it's a rising tide. But uh, <laughs> but my it is time for the positive Sean yes. one-word
2: market review. And Sean, the market is. Plunging. Oh, Whoa, okay. So oh, my boy. God. Damn it. Run I've got kids. Oh, <laughs> oh you no.
0: Know they all oh. S&P. That's down. Down.
4: That's down. NASDAQ. That's down. What you want? Crude oil. That's down. Oh, silver. <laughs> oh that's down. Oh, oh, you, oh you put God. your
2: money in
0: gold. That's
2: down. <laughs> but how about
1: Bitcoin? <laughs> no, we don't talk about that Buy Bitcoin. beef jerky.
2: it last. Buy dried goods. Buy silver from Glenn Beck. <laughs> Moving down.
1: That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips here. I'm starting a Getty Show, the conscience of the nation.
2: You'll be able to buy beachfront property in Florida and uh, neighboring states pretty soon. As a number of people will be uh, convinced that that's a bad idea and will be selling cheap. People keep dying taking selfies, a new study reveals.
3: Oh Even more than before. Oh, my God.
2: The Darwin app on their phone. The Darwin app. Yes, the Darwin selfie app will enable you to take selfies very, very close to cliffs and dangerous beasts.
3: (laughs) You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: Armstrong and Getty. The conscience
3: of
2: of the nation.
1: his meeting with Kanye at the White House, Trump would be like, I wish you'd been here last week. I had a Supreme Court seat to fill.
3: <laughs> Kanye West at the White House tomorrow. Talk about prison reform or something? Yeah, Kim K's uh, big on that. What's the number one book in the country right now? Um, um, number Dick. five is Fear by Bob Woodward that I'm still making my way through in drips and drabs uh tucker carlson's number two at ship of fools we, got, right. we gotta get him on surely he'll come on to talk about that it's about how elites are uh ruining the country in both parties and the number one book in the country i know nothing about the title is the wonky donkey is that a beast of burden that goes deep into the weeds on a uh, health policy
2: or c- the carrying of goods the wonky donkey know. Okay. At least the thing about carrying grain uh, <laughs> differentiated from say camping supplies is that uh, oh donkey you're so wonky
4: <laughs> I have no idea Yes Michael? No just at least it wasn't the Amorosa book uh, <laughs> but... Nobody read that It Gosh. is a uh, it is a children's book that was apparently based upon a song that the author wrote in 2005 upon hearing the joke what do you call a donkey with three legs? A wonky donkey Okay Wow Hmm. And now it's a book a children's book it was turned into a book in 2010 i don't know why it's showing up now on the
3: top of the list well, my six-year-old might be into that i might have to get that something tells me
2: the answer to that question would annoy me
3: um people keep dying taking selfies we actually talked about this the other day but there are new stats out and it went up quite a bit it the increase year to year from 2011 to 2017 is pretty stark which is not surprising as everybody sure. has a cell phone in their hand um causes of death well i'll tell you who's most likely Usually around 23 years old, almost always a
2: dude. Wow, really? Yeah. That's funny. I pictured more women doing it. Got Uh, more on that coming up. Again, the Darwin app is uh, taking pictures of you in your final moments. Clayton Neville joins us. Uh, Clayton is a uh, a reporter, and he's got a couple of Texas-related stories we thought you would find interesting. Uh, Clayton, how are you, sir? Doing good. Appreciate it. Oh, it's our pleasure. So, uh, first of all, let's talk about American Airlines' new decision. And this hits home for me because my daughter uh, was connecting through DFW and dealt with this very thing. Tell us about it.
0: Yeah, and this is going to affect passengers across the country, especially those that aren't frequent flyers or that don't have an emergency that they're dealing with. This is basically affecting economy passengers. So if you're riding coach and your flight gets canceled or delays, expect to wait a while if you're flying American because this new policy disallows booking agents from looking for flights from other airlines to help people that flights were canceled or delayed. So if you get canceled or delayed, you're going to have to look for the next American Airlines flight through the booking agent. They're not going to put you on the next flight out.
2: And the next one that has an opening, obviously, when you and 140 of your closest friends have just been bumped from the current flight to that destination. Good luck. And is is this
3: just so other airlines don't get your money?
0: I think that's a lot to do with it, yeah, and it's also encouraging people to jump on board with some of these frequent flyer programs as well, because if you're one of those preferred customers, this new policy doesn't apply to you. If you have frequent flyer uh, program uh, under your name, then they're going to be able to put you on the first flight out no matter what airline it's with, because obviously you've pledged allegiance to that particular airline, for lack of a better term. But if you're just a regular coach passenger, you're going to have to wait. So, yeah, it's a business decision.
3: If you get bumped from American, does somebody from United still punch you in the face? That's just a <laughs> shot at United. That's just a gratuitous <laughs> shot at
2: United because Kate, I hate on, them. Kick uh, uh, so, uh, uh they're down. So they've also put the gate agents in the incredibly unenviable position of deciding what's an emergency <laughs> and what's not. Because if you yeah, have an emergency, they'll book you on another airline. But I have my final exam in uh, you know, engineering tomorrow. Is that an emergency? My mother is very sick. Is that an emergency? You're going to make the gate agents decide?
3: My kids are going to yeah, miss Christmas with Grandma and Grandpa. Is that an emergency? Right.
0: Well, it's really not clear. In the press release they sent out, they did mention a couple things like uh, if you are going to a funeral, they even put wedding in there as well. But what's an emergency to one person may not be to another. So yeah, that's going to be difficult for the booking agents to decide. God, yeah, no Except kidding. Would be up to a manager there at the uh, oh, airline boy. itself to decide oh, that. But that's going to get in. That's going to cause some arguments. Right? Yeah. You know,
3: what the hell is an emergency? I mean, you're flying. You're flying uh, commercial airlines, so it's not. I've got to get my blood transfusion by the end of the day, probably.
2: Right, yeah. Well, again, there's going to be a
3: lot of anger. Speaking of anger, well, this and is... And lying. Who's who's going to document what you actually did once you get there?
2: All right. Sure. <laughs> right, yeah. Well, this uh, other story is going against the grain, a, a, a Tad. Uh, it seems a, a prominent Texas politician is advocating a Confederate soldier-themed uh, license plate for Texas.
0: That's right, yeah. The Sons of Good Confederate timing. Veterans is an organization that is trying to get uh, the Confederate logo on a license plate in Texas. Now Now is the the perfect time for that.
2: As as our producer Sean uh, put
0: it, way to read the room. (laughs) (laughs) Now, it's important to note it's not the Confederate flag that would be on this license plate. It's a design with a rebel soldier clad in a gray Confederate uniform holding the Texas regiment flag, but it clearly represents the confederacy they tried See, to get but the actual that's confederate worse flag isn't it because years the, ago that's yeah.
3: worse because the rebel flag people i've been making the argument it doesn't mean you're for the confederacy necessarily it's just i'm a rebel or southern pride if you've got confederate
2: soldiers on there right i
3: mean come on i was
2: going to call it a distinction without a difference but it, i think you're right it's probably worse than that does this appear to have much uh backing much popularity clayton
0: You know, it does. There are a lot of people uh, with the Sons of Confederate Veterans. It's an organization that's nationwide that are saying that they would support this. There are actually uh, these type of license plates in other states. Tennessee and Alabama already have these type of license plates, and they would cost $30, $22 of it would go to this foundation itself, the Sons of Confederate Veterans But there's a lot of backlash against it, too, saying it doesn't matter that it's not the actual flag. As you mentioned, it still is clear in what the Confederacy represents, and it's still controversial.
2: What
3: you think, the actual soldiers?
0: Yeah,
2: Clayton Neville of uh, ABC News. Uh, Well done, Clayton. Great to talk to you. Thanks for the uh, report.
0: Appreciate it. Thanks. Yep.
3: Yeah, I'm not bothered by these things. Boy, some debates are dumb, aren't they? They are. So uh, I think it's ridiculous that Dukes of Hazard got taken off the air because there's a rebel flag on the hood of the car. Right. But if they'd had a Confederate soldier on the hood of the car, you could have made the argument a lot better for yeah. so why that's an odd thing. But, to- but the,
2: the, the people are saying the opposite. Well, at least it's not that flag. Right. It has evil magical powers or something. You know, God, this whole thing. Yeah, I wonder if there are anybody uh, in the New England states that the, whose families were Tories during the Revolutionary War, and they want, like, a pro-lobsterback uh, plate. <laughs> a pro-redcoats plate. <laughs> Stay with England, New Hampshire. You know? Is anybody pitching that? I'm loyal to the king. Right. Yeah, go ahead and sell them the plate. It'll put 40 bucks in the coffers, I guess. I don't know. It seems very strange. You know, we never did g- g- talk about, because the heat had kind of passed. Oh, that's right. You were going to get back to the selfie. Nah. Nah. Um, that, when that young uh, drunk dudes will still be falling off cliffs next hour. When that Silent Sam statue was taken down at some southern university. I can't remember which one. Um, but that was uh, clearly a, a, a statue that was put up in opposition to civil rights and voting for black people. It was a reconstruction stretching into the 20th century ...object of of, of discrimination and hate. There's just no arguing it. So this stuff isn't all one thing or all the other. No, it's not. Yeah, because some
3: of these monuments did go up long after the Civil War.
2: Yeah. Oh Well, yeah. It's it's a direct
3: reflection of black people getting to vote in some cases. Right.
2: Yeah. 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 Oh, there it is. silent Sam at a university in North Carolina.
3: I've gotten back into the Grant biography that Chertoff wrote. He's the same guy that wrote Alexander Hamilton... Um, and the Grant Biography is supposed to be the best ever. And one of the things he says is that if you if you haven't read about Reconstruction, then you don't know about the Civil War era. And I mm. haven't read that much about Reconstruction, so that's one of the reasons I'm plowing through the book. And it has a lot to do with this sort of stuff. Because some of Reconstruction was when you're putting up these statues. To make it clear around here, we still believe this.
2: Right. Right. Um. Yeah, I don't know if I want to get more into the Silent Sam thing, but trust me when I say it was a, a reprehensible um, monument to racism. Period.
3: On the other hand, I don't think anybody, if you have a rebel flag in your dorm room or at your football games or whatever, I don't think that means really anything.
2: Yeah, being a Skinnard fan doesn't make you a racist. Right.
3: Mixed message from Armstrong and Getty. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> <All> right. Okay. <laughs> Mostly young men who die taking selfies. Is that shocking to anyone? Or does their girlfriends say, you're getting kind of close to the... gym? Cl- no, I'm sorry. Brandon!
2: I'll be fine. And then that happens. You're not fine. You, you walk out flat. on the
3: ledge, you hold up a sign that says, yikes, and it's over. This is the Armstrong and Getty Show.